You are now tuned in to the Mind Body Podcast, where you will go behind the scenes of how the mind of successful entrepreneurs, experts, and true leaders really works. Here you won't just listen, you will understand the guiding principles to create massive change in any area of your life. And of course, this podcast is hosted by the strong, lovely, with the sexy Jewish accent, Lidor Dayan. You are now tuning in to the Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Lidor Dayan, and today we have John Lee Dumas. John Lee Dumas is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs every Monday and drops value bombs every Thursdays. With over 2,000 episodes, yes, you heard it right, 2,000 episodes and 1.3 million listeners every month and seven figures of annual revenue, John Lee is just getting started. So I'm really pumped to have John and uh, this interview was really short, but you will get a lot of value from this. So without further ado, let's begin the interview. So welcome John Lee Dumas to the Mind Body Podcast. I'm really honored to have you here, man. Well, I am fired up to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Let's do this. Yes. So I would like to start uh, with telling you that I really, really respect you, man, because like for my research that I did about you, it's really amazing what you have done uh, in the last uh, five, six years. And it's, it's amazing that you took that commitment to do a seven day podcast and interview in more than 2,000 people, which is amazing, man, really. Well, thank you. You know, it's been, a, it's been a really fun journey. I've gotten to meet a lot of cool people along the way, interview, learn myself as well, which is, you know, what I consider one of the best parts about being a podcast host. So uh, 2,000 episodes, you know, it seems like I just started yesterday. Yeah, and I want to ask you about uh, the power of habits because you know that it's really hard to start doing something and commit to it for the long term and what you you made a decision back then and you make a commitment that no matter what you're going to find the the people to interview each and every single week seven days straight which is a lot a lot of effort and you put yourself under a lot of pressure because i'm a podcaster and i know how hard it is to get people because you know time is value to everybody and you put yourself out there and you're telling a big claim that I'm going to bring each and every single week, every day. So how was it for you? How did you got it to, to become a reality? You know, for me, I'm, I'm a big believer in this. You wake up in the morning and you say, 7 p.m., 7 p.m. is coming. Like, tonight is going to happen. And whether I do nothing or a ton of stuff between now and then, it's totally up to me. It is totally up to me. So there, there would be days that I would wake up and I would have 15 interviews on other shows lined up. 15. And my friends would be like, you're absolutely crazy. I'm going to be like, you know what? 7 p.m. is coming and you're going to be sitting there at 7 p.m. having not done 15 interviews. I'm going to be sitting here at 7 p.m. having done 15 interviews. And the only difference between the two of us is I've done the interviews and you haven't. So it's possible if you just put your mind to it, commit to it, and realize that, you know, to quote Game of Thrones, night is coming. And, and I'm saying it in a good way. Like, night is coming. Like, it's going to be nighttime 
what are you going to do between now and then? And for me, it was do the work, do the work. And that's just what I did for 2000 straight days. That's amazing, man. And I think it's about raising our standards as well, right? Because the more you surround yourself with better minds, it got you to raise and level up your game, right? I've definitely leveled my game up. I end every podcast episode with, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I'm a big believer in that. And so I've surrounded myself with amazing people every step of the way. And uh, I'm always mindful of, you know, who are the major influences in my life? Are they bringing in positivity or are they bringing in negativity? And when a major influence is bringing negativity into my life, it's time for them to go. So from all these 2000 episodes, if I can ask you, like, what is five lessons, your biggest lesson that you got from all these episodes and you actually applied it in your life? What would it be? Uh, so I've applied a lot of lessons. You know, number one, I would say morning routine. Morning routines are so key. Like, I've recognized that successful entrepreneurs get the day going right. You know, they don't just fiddle around jumping on email or social media. No, like they wake up with a plan of action and they execute in the morning. And most of the time, by the way, that morning routine is for them. It's for their health, their wellness, to give them energy, to make them feel fit, to feel better, to feel more excited and energized of what they're doing. And so for me, the first 90 minutes of every single <clears throat> one of my days is focused just on that, is on self-care, self, self-health, self-wellness. Um, so that's one big thing. Uh, number two, I've definitely recognized that entrepreneurs know how to set and accomplish goals. So I live by that. I set big goals. I set a time frame I'm going to accomplish those goals by. And then guess what? I accomplish those goals. It's really that simple. Uh, number three, I recognize that entrepreneurs have big ideas. But from those big ideas, they choose one single big idea and they go all in on that big idea, and then they crush that big idea. They become the best at that big idea. They dominate that big idea, and that's why they win at a high level, because they're winning that big idea. So I'm a big, big believer in that. In fact, anybody that's watching right now, <clears throat> I've actually, because I'm such a big believer in this, created a completely free training called yourbigidea.io. If you visit that website, yourbigidea.io, You'll be able to find your big idea. It's completely free training. And again, that's one of the keys that I've seen successful entrepreneurs um, do. <laughs> Number four, I would say, is something we've already talked about, but it's important enough to touch back upon again, is you've got to be aware of the five people you're spending the most time with. It is absolutely critical. And then uh, number five is always be self-educating, always be learning, because guess what? Things are going to change. The world is always moving. And if you want to stay cutting edge, then you need to always be learning too. So you need to be spending, obviously, a lot of your time producing content, but you've also got to be spending time um, consuming content, consuming the right content for people who you know, like, trust, look up to, and admire. Super critical for you to stay cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think like many of us entrepreneurs, when we just start in something, which we start our business, we try to do everything by ourselves, right? And it gets us Everything. into overwhelm. So what do you think worked for you in order to batch some stuff and not try to do everything by yourself? Because it really gets your brain like, oh my God, how can I do this and this and that? It goes back to focus. It's one thing that we talked about. And there's an acronym for focus called follow, 
follow one course until success. Focus. And so if you just say, listen, I am going to set one goal and then I'm going to focus on accomplishing that one goal and have zero other distractions, then I'm going to be able to actually get something accomplished that's worthwhile, that's meaningful, that's going to move my business and my life forward. Those are all critical, very important, and awesome things to think about. So for me, I love the Pomodoro Method. I set a 42-minute timer. And during that 42-minute timer, I do nothing else except focus on that one major task that I have. And then guess what? Shockingly, I accomplish that one task. And so that's really critical to think about is, you know, one thing at a time, going all in, making sure you're focusing, that's going to move you forward. Yeah, yeah, you, you're absolutely right about that because I know when I'm not focused and I'm like, just try to do too many stuff and discourage, like it gets me to really like not be crystal clear and uh, eventually you see it uh, through what I'm producing. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, failures because I know when you interview people, that's one of your key questions you ask people, like what is your biggest failure? So what was it for you in your life, your biggest failures and what did you learn from it? Well, I love failure. And anybody that doesn't love failure doesn't understand um, the power of failure. Like we're human beings. We've been failing our entire lives. When we try to talk, when we try to walk, like we fail. We are born to fail. But guess what? We're born to learn from our failures and adjust and pivot and then drive forward again. So every time I fail, I'm like, sweet, what can I learn from this? And how can I improve? And how can I go forward and make it better? Like that's critical in my mindset, in my frame of mind, is those type of things. How can I make this better? So some of my biggest failures, I mean, there's too many to even talk about because I, I fail all the time purposely. I don't like actually purposely fail, but I put myself in a situation to fail a lot of times because I know that when that happens, that's when my big ideas happen. That's when my big successes happen after those big failures. Uh, but one of them, you know, was my first course that I ever launched. Like, I thought I knew exactly what I was going to uh, deliver as a course to my community. I thought I knew what they wanted. I never asked them what they wanted. I just assumed what they wanted. I launched it, and nobody wanted it, shockingly. So round two, after that dismal failure, I actually went out and asked my audience what they wanted, what they needed, what they were excited about, what they struggled with. And then I created a product around that. And that product is Podcasters Paradise. You know, I'm wearing the shirt right now. Five years later, over $4.5 million worth of revenue later, it's still, a, it's still a very successful community because I did it the right way, learning from that initial failure. And, and you, you, you really nailed it because you said, like, okay, we, we, have, we need to have a big idea, but no matter what, we all as entrepreneurs think that we have the biggest idea and our product is the best. But you and I know that if we can't market, then nothing is like possible. We got to know how to market ourselves better. So 2018, we are in a world that's full of people. Everybody try to market their own thing. So what do you think uh, for you is uh, something that you learned over the years that is the biggest key to market yourself and always be at your top? So number one, I think you need to have two things going for you when you're marketing something or when you're creating something as far as a product or a service, a community. You need to be curious and passionate about that thing on one side, and then on the other side, 
you need to have skills and expertise as well. And then you need to find a way to meld those things together, fuse those things. So many people that I see fail, fail because they launch a product that they're so excited about, they're so passionate about, they're so curious about, but it fails because they don't have any value to them. They don't have any skills in that area. Or, flip it around, they launch it because they're expert in this area and they have so much skill and value to give, but it, it, they don't care about the product. They don't care about the service. They're not excited or passionate about it. You need to have a combination of both. That's where the marketers that are winning, that's where the products that are actually generating significant revenue, that's what they're doing. You're bringing those two things together. You're fusing curiosity with skill. You're merging passion with expertise. Those people are winning. I think what is like make somebody really, really in the top is it started with something or a problem they have in their own life that they all they, they started to have this obsession to figure out how can I embrace this? How can I find the solution to this? And the more we are authentic with ourselves and we, we do something we're actually passionate about finding an answer, eventually it starts to create a culture around this, right? So this is what, what I believe uh, it helped you uh, really build yourself over the years because it really is something you love to do over and this is why you, you're doing it for so so long seven days a week and the last question I have uh, is uh, about weekly routines that is something really really important because what we started the, this interview is about habits and what is some of the routines that you would suggest to people that listen here that can really help them create a better life for themselves mentioned a morning routine. I think everybody should have at minimum a 45-minute morning routine where they're really focusing on self-care. You know, that's hydration, that's exercise, that's reading, that's meditation, that's journaling. You need to craft at least a 45-minute personal self-care weekly, uh, sorry, daily morning routine. Mine happens to be 90 minutes. Um, you know, I throw in a 30-minute uh, infrared sauna in there as well, so that's one of the reasons why it's so long. But that's going to be critical. Number two, every Monday, you've got to sit down with you and or your team, if you have a team, and you have to craft your weekly plan. Like, what is your plan that you are going to accomplish by Friday? And you want to have a set number of goals that you will accomplish by the end of that week that are going to be meaningful to you and your business and move your business forward. And then every Friday, you need to have a meeting with your team to review, did we accomplish our goals? Why not? What went wrong? Okay, we did. Okay, what did we do right? Like, what were some things that really were reasons why we accomplished those goals? Did we maybe not set big enough goals because we accomplished them in time? Like, maybe let's really stretch the goals for next week. Because in my opinion, the best weeks are always when you just barely, like, reach those goals or you just barely don't get there. So you know that you really set the bar far enough in advance and you really have to push yourself to get to that point. So daily morning routines, Monday morning meetings, Friday afternoon wrap-ups, the week meetings. I think those are three things that every entrepreneur slash business owner should be doing. That's amazing. In less 30 seconds, because I know we're out of time, what is the legacy you would like to live long after you want to be here in this world? The ripple effect. You know, the fact that I'm on your show now and people are going to watch this show that have never heard of me before and then maybe they're going to be inspired by something that I said or something that you said or something that we said together. 
and they're going to go out and inspire somebody else and start their own thing and, and improve their lives. That's all I want. I don't need to be remembered. I don't need for them to, you know, like um, build a statue. I just need for them to improve their lives, make themselves happier and in a better place, inspire other people to do the same. And that ripple effect will just be my, be my private legacy. That's awesome. Where can we find you so people can see more of you and your work, of course? All the magic happens at eofire.com. Absolutely head directly over to yourbigidea.io for that free training on how to get your big idea, and uh, you'll be off to the races. Of course, I will put links under this. So I really want to thank you so much for your time being on my podcast. I don't take it for granted. So thank you so much, John. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed this interview or any other one from the Mind Body Podcast, Feel free to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and at my YouTube channel. Also, feel free to share this podcast on Instagram by tagging the Mind Body Podcast. Do you want to be a part of the Mind Body Podcast? So remember the fast factor. The fast factor stands for... 1. Facebook Become a part of the MindBody Podcast community by joining our Facebook community just by searching on Facebook the MindBody Podcast community. Number 2. Act Don't just be a passive listener. Act upon what you've just learned by applying one simple thing from any episode or interview. 3. Subscribe Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you're visual like me, then just search the Mind Body Podcast on YouTube. And number four, train others. Because just like I always say, leaders create leaders, and you're all here to grow together. And by training others, you're training yourself. So this is the fast factor. Remember it. Facebook, act, subscribe, and train others. Oh, and please feel free to leave a review which will engage all your VAC senses. And the VAC senses stands for visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, which when you use all the three combined, you remember stuff much better. For more information about my coaching, public speaking, and taking your mind and body to all new levels, check my site at lidodayan.com. Till then, never, ever, Forget to smile. See you soon.